Hey everyone, I'm Mari. And I'm Jessica. And, and welcome, welcome to Armor and Grace. Have you ever experienced anything supernatural? Seen shadows, heard voices? Yeah, I have too. Mm-hmm. So have I. And that's what we're going to dive into today. So, you know, just get ready, get your popcorn, your candy, whatever you're into, and listen up. Let's do it. So, growing up with, like, these experiences happening to me all the time as a kid, like, I never understood why, you know? Mm-hmm. I was growing up in fear of being in my own house, especially at night. Yeah. You know, that's when things start to really happen. So, I don't know. I just never understood why why these things happen right yeah i had the same experiences as well just being scared in my room mm-hmm. you know hearing voices just kind of you know not normal things i guess right and and like when i tell my mom or even when kids tell their parents of like hey i seen this i seen that parents are so quick to dismiss it and be yeah. like oh well maybe it was a bad dream mm-hmm. maybe you were imagining but guys as kids seeing stuff like that we know it's real yeah you know? Yeah, sometimes I, I notice that too as children because they have such an imagination mm-hmm. that they just, they overmiss it. Like, oh no, it's just your imagination. Or sometimes, I don't know if you ever heard about this too, but sometimes, you know, kids will say something like, oh, I have this imaginary friend. Mm, you know, my imaginary is. friend is helping me with this and we're playing games, you know, like mm-hmm. they say that, things that, you know, maybe we experience or know of others who have experienced you know having imaginary friends right yeah yeah I, we hear testimonies like that all the time of kids that they see things they hear things you see them playing by themselves in the room but my question is like now that i'm a parent if i see that happening to my daughter or son like if that makes you feel scared that's an alert like your body is alerting you to hey something's not right Right. You know what I mean? So that's something that we have to pay attention to and not just dismiss because it's a war out here, you know, yeah. for our minds and, and for everything. And people go through things daily, depression, anxiety, you know, fear at night. And then we sit here and wonder, like, why, why am I feeling this way? And is yeah. this all there is? Yeah, yeah. I know for me, too, like growing up and even as an adult for many years, I would be so scared of just... Of being in my room, mm-hmm. you know, I would always just, it was so weird just because I remember like there was times where when I lived at home with my grandparents, constantly, like almost every night, like I would feel like a presence in my room, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it was so weird. And I remember also that I, like my room was in the basement and I would hear my name, like people calling my name, oh, you know, and then... I would just kind of like look around, like go upstairs, like, hey, grandma, are you calling me? And she would be like, no, I'm not calling you. And then I would go back downstairs and then here again, like, Mariana, like, so weird. I, I, I remember like experiencing this thing. Yeah. I'm sure everybody can give us at least one story of them yeah. experiencing something that they cannot explain. Right. You know something I mean? that even if you try to put it into words or even if you're trying to explain it, others might look at you like, that doesn't sound real. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't sound like it would happen. Right. But what I've noticed is that when people share these experiences with each other, it kind of ends there. Like, they right. don't really ask, like, all right, what's really going on? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, none of us want to be scared. Right. We don't want to live with ghosts in our house. You know what I right. mean? So the question, the big question to ask is, 
what do you do about it and right. how can you get rid of them exactly exactly yeah that's that's a really good question i mean i want to know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly i think like for me that's something that i was definitely dealing with you know like like why am i feeling like this why is happening like why you know, you don't want to be at your house and feeling scared of your own house, right. you know, because this is where you live. This is where you're spending most of your time mm-hmm. and constantly feeling like that fear that something is there. It's just like, it's not a good feeling right. at all, especially as a kid. And then we look to the adults for answers right. or for protection. And mm-hmm. a lot of times they can't, they can't do that. Right. You know what I mean? Because... We don't have the knowledge right. on how to do that. So that's right. why that's the big question. What do we do about it, guys? And how can we stop this from happening? Yes. Yeah. Well, for me, to be honest, when I was living with my grandparents, I never did anything about it. I ju- it just became a part of, of my life, you know. And it wasn't until I actually moved out and was living alone where I felt the same like dark entity in my apartment and I remember just being in my apartment and feeling super scared of being there of being there by myself and you know just hearing things from other people and reading things online you know it seemed like sage was a good thing so I would just sage my house I would go walking around my whole house from the entrance actually no not from not even from the entrance from from like the the back of my house all the way to the entrance i would sage my whole house i would also sage my body you know starting with my with my forehead all the way to my face my chest my my belly like my <laughs> my stomach um all the way to my feet and i just thought that the more i sage my house and the more i sage myself that i wouldn't feel these things but in reality i still felt the same dark entity in my apartment in my house and it didn't matter how many times I sage my house it didn't matter how many times I sage my body I still felt I still felt like whatever was there was there Mm. and like for me it became to a point where I just I I feel like I just accepted it Mm -hmm. you know I just learned to live with that and I I didn't like it because I would just sleep at night and still feel like something was there and I had many experiences when I was in my bed and I again I would just feel like a presence there and to me that was just because it had happened for so long I just accepted it mm-hmm. you know and it just seemed that whatever I was doing with the sage it just it didn't work you know and I just it, I guess I guess it just became a part of a part of me mm-hmm. you know yeah that was yeah, even that, like, that was a little bit terrifying because you get to a point when you become comfortable with this darkness. And even though I was so afraid and scared, I became comfortable in there, mm-hmm. you know? And, wow, I just... I'm so glad that, that I'm not there anymore. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, that was my experience. How about you? What did you do about it? Well, before I even get into that, I, while you were speaking... I'm thinking like that's what a lot of people do. That's what I did as a kid. You know, my childhood home, I would constantly see things at night and hear things. And you just start to accept that that's how things are. Mm -hmm. Because the things we try, like Sage or anything else, and it's not working, you feel like you're not in control anymore. Right. So at that point, you're like, okay, well, this thing 
is doing what it wants, I have to let it do what it wants because I'm scared. Right. And that's how it was for me in my childhood, you know, even in when I was older and in my own home, I wouldn't experience the things I did as a child, but even if I did hear something or I saw something real quick, I would brush it off. Mm. You know, so it was never bad enough to where I looked up online to see what I needed to do to get rid of certain things. But I was in that same position as you and a lot of other people. I'm just going to accept it or I'm just going to ignore it. Yeah, ignoring. That was that's something that I did a lot too. Before I actually started saging, I would just ignore it, you mm -hmm. know, because again, it's something that, especially as a child, if you grow up feeling these things or or seeing things, and when you go into your adulthood, if you're still if you're still experiencing that, you just learn to accept it. Mm -hmm. You know, you just live with it, and because, like you said, you feel like you're not in control. You feel like whatever's there is gonna take control, mm -hmm. and that's not that's not a good way to live not at know? all is like it's our house shouldn't we have control mm -hmm. over our own home yeah our own environment so that's why the big question still is what, what are we going to do about it because mm -hmm. obviously ignoring doesn't work mm -hmm. it doesn't. you know uh acting like it's not there like we need to take control of our home and we shouldn't be feeling in fear in mm -hmm. our own home right right no you're totally right i agree with that yeah, I mean, myself, I lived in fear for many, many years. And it wasn't until I had this experience that I'm going to share with you guys that I was able to find some sort of answers. Last year, I went to go see a Reiki lady. You know, I was very naive, just going in there, trying to find some answers, trying to figure things out about my life, about my future, you know, what is going on in my life at the moment. And when I went to go see her, I had a such an experience because this lady, what she does at the beginning is she reads a card, right? Like she writes things down for you in a card. So when you go see her, she tells you everything that, that she was able to find about you, right? After she, after she reads what she wrote, she puts you down on a table to move your chakras around right and during that time you know i was very into my chakras into meditating and doing all these all these other things so when i was on the table she she started from my like my solar plexus chakra you know moving my energy around and it wasn't until she got to my crown that she put her hands on me on my head and once she did that i felt a ball of energy just going from the top from my head and it dropped all the way to my stomach and the way that i could picture that is just basically a ball spinning a thousand miles per hour mm. that's how i felt it was just like so much energy it just it was just spinning and it dropped all the way to my stomach wow i didn't think anything of it i i told her about it and she told me she's like you know like different people experience different things on the table and i'm like okay so that was my experience, totally fine, right? A month later, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was telling her this experience and I grew up as a Catholic, so I knew, you know, there's a higher a higher thing up there, you know. I don't know if it's God, I don't know if it's the universe, I'm not too sure. So I'm talking to my friend about this whole thing and she tells me, she's like, girl just read something they want it's a protection prayer 
repeat this every day and you're gonna start seeing some changes in your life. So I'm like, okay. I, I took that very into consideration because what I felt that day on that table, it was, I didn't think it was normal because I've never felt something like that before. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one day, I, I opened up my Bible, started reading Psalm 71, and as I'm reading Psalm 71, I felt the same energy from my stomach trying to come up. And again, it was like a ball that was going a thousand miles per hour, just spinning from my stomach and trying to come out. And as I'm reading Psalm 71, you know, I kept reading. I just, I didn't stop reading the Psalms. I'm reading the Psalms and I feel like it just got stuck on my tongue. You know, I, I didn't feel it completely come out. But I, I remember that as I'm reading the Psalms out loud, I my tongue is going, I feel my tongue moving. Wow. My tongue is just like moving. It felt like a snake just moving. And I know in my head, I'm like, I'm reading the Psalms, right? As I'm talking right now, why do I feel such energy on my tongue? Wow. Yeah. That was the beginning of how everything just started for me. And... Wow, that gave me chills just hearing that. Wow. Because I've never heard anything like that before, Mm. you know? So I'm wondering what happened. Right, yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, it was something that I've never experienced either, you know? It was so new to me, and I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit scared, you know, because I'm reading these arms. I don't know, I don't even know what I got into when I went to that lady's house, I don't even know what's happening to me as I'm reading something you want. Mm. All I feel is that energy. The same energy that I felt when when I was laying down on that table. Wow. Yeah. And honestly, that day, I just, I couldn't stop thinking about that day just because, again, it was an experience that I've never felt before. Well, I did feel before when I was laying down on that table, but prior to that, it was something that I've never felt before. So I was very, very surprised that I was feeling the same ball of energy when I was reading Psalms 91. Right. A few days, moving moving forward a couple of days, I I decided, you know what? I'm just going to read the Psalms 91 again just to, just to see. You know, I, I feel like for me, it was just I wanted to verify that what I felt that day was true. And for sure, that same day, I felt the same energy, the same ball of energy trying to leave my body. And at that point, you know, I realized that something was up. I realized that that Reiki lady put something in me. That's how it felt like. It Mm -hmm. felt like she literally put something in me because when she got to my head, I felt that ball drop. And as I'm reading something to one, now it's coming from my stomach trying to... It, it kept it went from my stomach like slowly coming up to my mouth trying to leave my body wow. and it was something that I didn't understand then because it was I was so new into this and so new into this experiences like that with this energy that I honestly I didn't know how to take it I just I think I just for, for a little while I just ignored it honestly because I, I was just scared I was just really scared and moving forward a couple of months after that now this is a new year this happened 2019 so now at the beginning actually i'm sorry you see you see 
I'm thinking we're in 2020 right now. This COVID thing has been messed up. <laughs> this happened last year, 2020, when I went to go see the Reiki lady last summer. So now this year, at the beginning of the year, I would say it was probably March. Mm-hmm. Around there, I during this time, I it it was a random evening, a random afternoon, Friday afternoon. I was going to head out because I wanted to some the car that I had at that time, and I was with my partner. And I remember before leaving the house, something just told me like, "Hey, we sound anything one." I'm in my room, I grabbed my Bible, I started reading Psalm 71, and as I'm reading Psalm 71, again, the same energy, it was in my body, you know, and again, it was trying to leave my body, and I just remember sitting down on my bed, reading Psalm 71, and again, I just kept reading it, reading it nonstop, I was just reading it nonstop, because I was trying to get this thing out of my body, I didn't know what it was. But I knew that it wasn't normal and I knew that it had to leave my body. Right. So I'm just reading something we want over and over and over again. I think I just started crying and I wasn't really too sure what was going on. But all I knew is that I couldn't stop reading that Psalms. That's all I knew. I just knew that I had to keep reading something we want. And that's exactly what I did. When I was reading something we want that day... I just remember crying and I remember that at one point there was like some thick foam coming out of my mouth and it was non-stop like non-stop this thick foam like white thick foam coming out of my mouth and it was just coming out of my mouth coming out of my mouth and I was crying and that thick foam was just coming out of my mouth for like a good three hours and I remember like that day I remember feeling so small in my head just in my head I felt like there was a battle going on in my mind and a battle that I just I felt like I wasn't winning you know I felt I felt like a tiny little ant in my head because whatever was in me it was overpowering me that's how I literally felt and that's from my perspective you know during that time like I mentioned earlier my partner was there and he called up uh, a few friends that we have and they they were just praying over me through FaceTime and I don't know what happened then but I just knew that somebody else was praying for me and as they were praying for me I just remember in my head that whatever was inside of me it was it was laughing at them. It was saying like, "Ha! Like you think you're strong? Ha! Like you think you're gonna get me out of here? No, it's not gonna happen." And then there was the other voice, which was me, screaming, asking for help. Like, "Yo, like help me right now!" Like I just couldn't take it. And I remember at some point, I felt like I was getting choked up. Like I felt like something was around my neck, choking me up. Wow. And. At that moment, I'm like, yo, this is real. Whatever is happening, I know it's happening right now. I don't know what's going on, but I'm dying. Like that's, I literally thought that day I was going to die. Mm. And I I think this went on. It, I, no, no, I think. I know it went on for about three hours because I remember by the time we were going to leave, it was six. And by the time I came back, it was around nine. And I remember just people praying over the phone 
for me. I don't know what they were saying. I don't know what, honestly, I don't know what they were saying. I don't know what they were praying, it's saying to me or praying over me. But I just remember whatever was inside me was laughing at them, was laughing at them. And it just, it didn't want to stop and it didn't want to continue. And I know that at one point, you know, the whole entire time I, I'm crying, the whole entire time there's this white thick foam coming out of my mouth at some point some blood came out of my mouth and i'm just like yo what is going on i was at, on the floor at, at this time i was just on the floor my body was shaking and it was just such an experience because i have never experienced that before and the way that my partner describes it is that i look like a snake on the floor just moving like a snake and when he tells me these things you know to me like I still can't believe it like I know what happened that day and I know what I felt inside and I know how like there was this battle in my mind but when you hear from another perspective it's just it makes it it makes everything more real you know and it's just like I honestly like I I don't know what I would have done if I was by myself that day you know and I feel like for for a long time now, I was trying to to fight whatever was in me, but because I all these other times I was by myself, I I wasn't strong enough to fight it off. I wasn't strong enough to get whatever was in me out. And it wasn't until that day that you know there was people there. Well, not there, but through Facetime, you know, praying over me that they helped me out. And I think at that moment, afterwards, after three hours, after I just, after everything was done, that's when I realized, okay, the devil is real, but so is God. Mm. And that day, it was just such an eye-opener for me because growing up, even though I felt all these dark entities in my house, in my life, I didn't take it as serious until that day. When that day came, it was such an eye-opener for me. And I realized that God has been there. And because of God, I was able to get out whatever was in me out. And before I knew God, I like I said, like I was trying to read Psalm 71, trying to get whatever was in me out, but I, I couldn't do it alone. And that day was that day changed my life completely it completely changed my life and i'm just so thankful that 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 happened you know for me to realize and for me to open my eyes like hey like this is real like this is to me this is so real and it can't get more real than this right wow that's that's an amazing story yeah i mean it was scary for sure but I'm, I'm just so grateful for everybody that was there helping me out. Even when I didn't know what was happening, you know, they were so there. Right. And that was the beginning of me knowing that God is what his word says he is. Wow.